اعوذ باللہ من الشیطان الرجیم بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم السلام علیکم ورحمۃ اللہ وبرکاتہ and welcome back to another day of living the Quran through the living Quran and in this series we've been going over chapter number 36 surah yasin also known in the traditions as the heart of the Quran and up until this point of the chapter there have obviously been multiple discussions that we've been looking over and as we have been going through this chapter we see that there are so many different themes and concepts which have been uh, discussed as sort of subcategories obviously one of the main themes and categories is um, in relation to the messages of God and we had been looking at for example messages that came from the previous prophets how some people accepted them others rejected the messages and we got to a point where we looked at people who had rejected one of the particularly uh, one of the specific messengers which God had sent not only had they rejected the message but they ended up killing the messenger um, or at least one of the people who had accepted this um, divine revelation from God and we looked at some of the uh, retributions some of the punishments which God had in place for them in the discussion today we wish to look at four verses from chapter surah yasin from verses 55 through to 58 in which God will now speak to us and show us what will be some of the rewards of those who will enter paradise before we go into uh, a better understanding of these four ver- verses and some takeaway points that we can hopefully implement within our lives Let us have a listen to the Arabic and the English translation and we'll then come back and deliberate on these verses for a few moments. Allah says the following in Surah Yasin. Inna ashab al-jannati al-yawma fi shughulin fakihun Hum wa azwajuhum fi zilalin ala al-araiki mutta on this day the owners of paradise will be occupied in their pursuits rejoicing they and their companions will be in pleasant shades reclining on raised couches lahum fiha fakihatun wa lahum ma yad'un salamun qawlan Therein they shall have fruits, and they will have all that they ask for. Peace be upon you shall be the word of greeting to them from the ever-merciful Lord. Now before we go to better understand the verses and some of the takeaway points, we have to look at a few of the words that are mentioned in these uh, in this collection of four verses. Sheikh Mohsin Qara'ati from his Tafsir Anur mentions that the first word that Allah uses or one of the words in this in this collection of verses that Allah uses that we want to um, better understand is the word shughul and he states that this word means something which keeps a person busy you know it's uh, obviously in this world we have a lot of things we get we are preoccupied with we're busy with work we're busy with school we're busy with having fun and so we get busy with a lot of different things while we are in this transient world Obviously the world to come is quite unique quite distinct it is uh, much different than this world there will be no work so to speak there will be no school or education to pursue um there will just really be pleasures of god there will be the unending bliss and mercies which god will shower upon those who are in the divine realm of paradise and so god tells us that they will be busy in paradise and what will they be doing Well one of the words that God also uses in this passage is fakihun and obviously we 
you know, know that these words carry multiple meanings, but Sheikh Mohsen Karati speaks about the fact that this word faqihun, it comes from a root word in Arabic, which means speech, which brings about happiness. Uh, and so one of the understandings also we have of paradise is that it is a place where there will be no vain talk. It'll be a place where there are obviously, again, many pleasures. And one of them is, as he says, speech, which will bring about happiness, contentment, and ease. Uh, when we continue to look on in these verses, there's a word which God uses, which is araik. And he mentions that this word, uh, the actual meaning of it in the traditional uh, Arabic is of a throne, ornate throne, or even a couch, a very nice couch. Um, and it's a specific type. He says it's the kind that will be found in the room of the bride. Um, so obviously we have to have these you know, images within our head of a, of a beautiful ornate room. Um, and there is a very ornate, beautiful, uh, very nice-looking couch in that room. And the fact that it is specifically the room of a bride, and when we look at it in our day-to-day -day life, in the world that we live in, we see that when it comes to weddings, obviously a groom and a bride, uh, that being the probably the happiest day of their life together, uh, that the wedding, you know, is obviously many weddings take place in a very uh, lavishly decorated halls. Uh, the couple will go to, let's say, uh, on a honeymoon or they'll go to their new home and uh, you know many times they'll have the family of the bride uh, or the bridesmaids they'll decorate the room and make it comfortable and and pleasant to be in and so we almost get this picture of this of this room of of a bride and that this is where the people of paradise will uh perhaps maybe begin their journey or that this will be uh, one of the rooms or one of the areas in which they will derive the most comfort and pleasure and relaxation in. God then tells us that there will be peace and that this is a word from your Lord. And in actuality, when we look in the Quran and we see the various verses that speak about paradise, that speak about uh, the gardens of bliss, that speak about this otherworldly existence that we hopefully are all striving for, we see that God actually tells us that salam or peace, tranquility, will actually come at us from all different directions. Just to give you an example of three different verses that Sheikh Mohsen Karati quotes in his Tafsir nur he gives the following examples of how peace will permeate every era of our existence in paradise. God will address the people with the phrase, Salam, just as we read, Salamun qawlam rabbir rahim. In another verse, the angels themselves will come and convey their Salam, their words of peace, their greetings, their salutations to us. They will confer upon us even a state of peace and tranquility. And we see this in the Quran where we read the following statement. And the angels shall enter unto them from every gate, saying, Peace be unto you. And last but not least is where the people of paradise, those who are all in this level of bliss, of comfort, of peacefulness, of tranquility, that even they will speak and greet one another with the words of peace. Just as you and I as believers in the world today, we use that phrase, Assalamu Alaikum, may peace be upon you. We use this as our greeting as Muslims. This is the way that we greet one another and that we make prayer for one another and that we uh, tell one another that we are... Uh, we are guaranteeing you safety and tranquility from us. In paradise, this will be the same phrase that we will use. And God says in the verse in the, in the Quran, God says the following, where He says, "Tahiyatuhum fiha salam," that their greeting therein in paradise will be salam, will be peace. 
And so we see that paradise is a place full of peace, of tranquility, of peacefulness from God Himself, from the angels who will be there, and amongst us, the believers, one another, when we are in paradise, we will be greeting one another and conveying our peace to one another. What are some of the takeaway points that we can derive from this, this collection of four verses for our discussion today? Well, one of the first things to appreciate is the fact that in paradise, there is no concept of being lazy. Uh, there is always going to be something to do in paradise. There will be activities which are unknown to us today, which are undescribable, that God cannot describe to us because they are beyond our comprehension, because our understanding of this world, or rather of the world to come, is only because we understand this world. And so we can say that although there will be no laziness, no, you know, somebody saying, I'm bored in paradise, but there will be so much to do that we will not have time to even think about having nothing to do. Another point to keep in mind, point number two, is that in paradise there is life with no death. There is health with no sickness. There is youthfulness with no old age. There is respect with no humiliation. There are blessings to be conferred upon us with no effort on our own uh, that we have to impart. Uh, and there is existence with no annihilation. There is happiness with no anger, and there is fondness without fear. It is the complete opposite of this world that we live in, that everything that we desire in this world will be given to us in the world to come, not only on the material realm, but also on the spiritual and the emotional realm. And last but not least, and we conclude with this, is that in paradise, that it is in paradise, rather, in which the people will experience the pleasure and the peace and tranquility and the greatness of God. Whatever we experience of God in this world is but a small taste of what is to come in the world to come. And God willing, when we make it to paradise, we will see the greatness of God, the mercy, the blessings, the peace, the tranquility. All of these things that we, that you and I seek in this world, we will have that in the world to come at an infinite degree of uh, return back to us. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.